0: Good morning, my name is Nicola Neal and I lead a charity called Every Life International and I'm also part of the National Leadership Team for New Wine England and it's my complete joy and privilege to just share a few thoughts with you this morning. If you have your Bible nearby, why don't you grab hold of it and turn to 1 Corinthians 13 because we're just going to read quickly from there in a moment. I love this passage of Scripture, it's long been a firm favourite of mine, and I think held within it is this incredible, clear, and challenging description of what love truly looks like, what love truly is. And I like to use it as a bit of a measuring stick in my life, and at just, you know, certain times I, I come back to it, and I, and I go through each kind of definition of love that's written there and and weigh myself against it to see how I'm doing in regards to love. It's a challenging exercise to do. I encourage you, give it a go sometime. It will be interesting for you. Let's read it together in verse four. says, love is patient, love is kind. It does not envy, it does not boast, it is not proud. It does not dishonor others, it is not self-seeking, it keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Love never fails. Wow, it's uh, challenging, right? But I think for me, and over the last few months, the particular part of that, which has really become more meaningful to me, I guess, is where it simply says that love is kind. I think for my family, like many, many families and and people, you know, throughout our nation, but also around the nations, Life has been incredibly challenging over the last few months and we've had to navigate many difficulties and unforeseen circumstances. My husband became very unwell back in October last year and has been undergoing all sorts of hospital tests and treatment since that time and about 8 weeks ago he suddenly took a bad turn and became critically ill and the ambulance came and they rushed him off to hospital and he underwent major life-saving surgery and a few days later was sent home to recover and things seemed to be going quite well until about 10 days post that surgery when very suddenly and very dramatically he became critical once again and I found myself back on the phone dialing 999 and and the paramedics came once more they were amazing and they whisked him off and, and uh he was back in hospital for a while and he is now back home again uh, thankfully slowly recovering and as a family we're just having to regroup a little bit you know and and think through well, what does this mean for his long term health and what does this mean for our family i think it would be fair to say that the last eight weeks in particular but really the last eight nine months have at times felt very overwhelming and the challenges that we're navigating just very very big but what has also been incredibly overwhelming is the the amount of kindness that has been shown to our family in the middle of it all from the meals that have been delivered to our house and the cards and the flowers through the post the bottle of wine left on the doorstep the text messages and phone calls that have come at just the right moment and the neighbor who you know stands outside your house at 5am waiting for the ambulance to arrive once again you know it's felt like we've experienced this tide of kindness And it's true, isn't it, that kindness in itself doesn't necessarily change our circumstance or our situation. But it can make it easier. Mother Teresa, who is a huge hero of the faith of mine, she used to say, let no one come to you and leave without going away better and happier, but be God's living expression of kindness to them. Kindness in your face, kindness in your smile, kindness in your eyes. And she would go on and express other ways that we could be that living expression of kindness to the world. And I found myself deeply challenged recently in my own life. How can I be kinder? How can I better be an expression, a living expression of God's kindness to the people all around me. Whether it's to my husband or my children or the neighbour over the fence or the person I bump into in the supermarket. In all honesty, it doesn't really matter who it is, but what does matter is how we're living that out. How we are living out an expression of kindness. Kindness. I remember many years ago, we met a young guy, this is when we were still living in Africa, we met a young guy and his family had all died, well most of his family, his parents had both died and also a nephew of his had died and it had been very traumatic and very difficult for him and one day we were having a youth conference at our church, we were part of a church in our little African village where we lived and and he was on the door And so as I walked into the building, because I was speaking that morning, he was there, but he had his head sort of led down on the table, you know, he didn't look well. I'm like, hey, how are you doing? And he explained to me that he was really sick with typhoid and I've had typhoid, it's not nice. And I felt so much compassion for him. I also knew where he lived and, and I thought, I just need to make sure that he has you know, healthy, clean water to drink. And so I ran across the road to the shop and I just bought three bottles of water. It cost me hardly anything in money and and it really just took a few minutes of my time and I gave it to him and and then I went inside and and did what I needed to do. A few weeks later, he was out with us and we were running our mobile medical clinic where we take um, free medicine into the slum communities. And, And he was there and he was so compassionately caring and helping members of the community who were suffering from similar things to that which had killed the members of his family. And I was so impressed with him. I was so impressed about the strength that he had and the grace and the compassion with which he was caring for these people. And at the end of the clinic, I said to him, hey, you know, you're amazing. I just find it incredible how is it that you're able to walk alongside people in such a beautiful way who are going through exactly what you know you only went through a few weeks ago. You're still mourning, you know. And he looked me right in the eye and he said, Nicola, you don't know. And I said to him, No, tell me. He said, Do you remember that day you brought me water? I'm like, Yeah, I remember that day. And he went on to describe how he'd felt when he'd woken up that morning. He's really sick with typhoid and, you know, both of his parents recently gone and, and other situations just so challenging. And he said, I woke up that morning and thought, I don't know how to have the strength to carry on today. I'm not sure I want to keep on living. But then you bought me water. and I was a bit confused for a moment. I'm like, mm, yeah, that's right. I did, but I don't understand. He said, well, then you bought me water. And I thought to myself, maybe, maybe people around me do see me. Maybe people do love me. Maybe I have a family after all. And it changed everything for me. Kindness changed everything for that young man. It was a tiny, simple act of kindness. But it was quite transformational for him in that moment. And, and actually, I just began to cry. And I thought, wow, sometimes we just don't understand the power of a smile or the power of a bottle of water. So my encouragement to you as we begin to move out of lockdown, as we begin to move out into this next new season that we're all stepping into together, is to ask yourself the question, how can you be kinder? How can you be God's living expression of kindness to whoever you meet in your arena of life, in your day to day. And I bless you in that. I bless you to see God opportunities to sow kindness and to sow love and to reveal Jesus. And I also bless you to receive that kindness for yourself too. Thank you for listening. It's such a privilege to be with you. Bye.